and the decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, of Ukraine. <laughs> Iraq, too. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> 75. Uh, the following is brought to you by Will Harris, Dustin Campbell, Daily Tech News Show, Andy Beach, Nick Wood, and Craig. Hello and welcome everybody to the Politics, Politics, Politics podcast, the primary results update for May 24th, 2022, your old pal, Justin Robert Young, joining you. Uh, uh, I I caution you, there will be no drunk Jen Briney on this particular version of the program, but we will give you the results and holy moly guacamole apologies to Noriega on that one. But Brian Kemp delivered an ass whipping to David Perdue. I mean, like this man, I'm so glad that, 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 you know, on, on Tuesday, you guys listened to a podcast for which I talked about the ruination of David Perdue because Brian Kemp delivered on the prophecy for which I laid before your eyes. Let's get into the results right now. I, I thought that Brian Kemp would win by over 50%. And I thought it was probably going to be anywhere between 50 and 52%, that it would be just above the threshold. Good golly, Miss Molly, was I incorrect? 73.4%. He outperformed polls that had been run right up until election day by 20 points. Brian Kemp is a very popular governor amongst the Republicans of Georgia. David Perdue, an anemic 22.1% at the moment that I am talking to you, 91.8% of the vote has been counted. It's not a result. It is a absolute domination. There, there's no other way to say it. A, a gigantic win by Brian Kemp. And it's so big that at this point, I, I really don't think Stacey Abrams has a shot. If, if, if you look at the national mood and how much Republicans seem to have coalesced around Brian Kemp, I mean, Good Lord, what shot does he have? Now, granted, you can you can guess that there's more Democrats in Georgia, but are they all going to turn out? Look, 
David Perdue ran on the idea and Donald Trump hammered into whatever messaging he had in Georgia that Brian Kemp is unelectable. I think smashing his very uh, well-publicized challenger in the way that he did tonight probably dispatches most of that. Let's take a look down ballot. Raphael Warnock, obviously a very easy winner, 96% there. Uh, Herschel Walker, 68.7% is his margin of victory that moves him on into a one-on-one with Raphael Warnock. But let's go ahead and take a look here at the race for which I found to be the most interesting. Brad Raffensperger, the man who leaked Donald Trump asking for 11,000 illegal uh, or, or expunged votes to be found to be charitable to Donald Trump. But that man leaked that tape right before the runoff that wound up flipping the Senate to the Democrats and has been fairly unrepentant about it, Brad Raffensperger. And like I said before, I believe that most of Donald Trump's anger toward Brian Kemp is because he didn't fire Brad Raffensperger. As I talk to you right now, with 93.7% of the votes counted, Brad Raffensperger is over the 50% runoff margin against Jody Heiss's 33.8%. I don't know a lot about Georgia politics, but it appears that Brad Raffensperger is going to go to the general election and not even go to a runoff with Jody Heiss. Now, I don't want to get too far deep into this because I'm sure there's going to be a lot of national media hoopla around it. But I will tell you this, friends. This is a check on Trump power. The fact that I was in Dalton, Georgia, when in defiance of the fact that there were two senators that needed Donald Trump's support. And instead of him spending his time talking about why they need to get elected, he talked about himself. And part of what he talked about was that these two people cannot continue to serve in the state of Georgia. Well, Trump found the limit of his powers tonight because it looks like they're both going to go on to the general election and I think that they are both prohibitive favorites to win. Obviously, uh, we have Stacey Abrams moving on in an uncontested race. The only other race for which I think actually matters is in... Uh, Well, here we go. We'll just say this because this is going to be a race that a lot of money and a lot of attention is going to go into. Marcus Flowers uh, is going to be your Democratic challenger against Marjorie Taylor Greene. Uh, 
Um, and that will be what we talk about there. Uh, let's let's go over to Alabama. We have not talked a lot about this, but uh, there is a Republican primary here between Katie Britt and Mo Brooks. Mo Brooks was uh, a Trump endorsement and Trump rescinded his endorsement from Mo Brooks when he started running behind her. And yet it appears that they will be going to a runoff. Katie Britt up 45.2%. Mo Brooks, 28.6%. But there is a third runner, Mike Durant, who was at 23.3%. So could this be a closer contest in the runoff? We will see. All right. There we go. That is your primary update. Hopefully, I mean, I know it's not a 45 minute epic with a super lit Jen Briney just spilling all of the Jen Briney stuff. But, but you can always subscribe to We're Not Wrong, the new podcast featuring Andrew Heaton, Jen Briney, and your boy, Justin Robert Young. And you can get more, although we record that during the day. So, Briney ain't going to be that drunk and I'm only a little bit drunk but there we go so next time this is your old friend Justin Robert Young saying politics has three names Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program <laughs> Dog and Pony Show Audio.